sitting at home for the first few weeks of the pandemic and realized I'm tired of tired of living on, on an airplane and in a hotel and I'm ever going to do it. Now's the time to do it. It's a perfect opportunity. And I just basically kind of pushed myself off the fence and said, it's now or never. Welcome back and welcome to the Business in Board Shorts podcast. Today, my guest is Brian Puckett from Round Rock, Texas. Did I get that right, Brian? You did. It's actually now Rockport, Texas, but originally from the Round Rock area. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for joining me. So let's start with your backstory and talk about where you where you grew up. So I grew up in the Austin area, uh, kind of North Austin. Round Rock is a, is a suburb uh, of Austin, um, kind of wide, widely known now for Dell Computer being their headquarters. But back 40 years ago when I was growing up, kind of between Austin and Round Rock in the in the outskirts, it was it was just a little small, sleepy town. Well, and Austin's just booming from everything that I'm hearing here in the Midwest. It's like the place to be. It's absolutely insane. Uh, it's it's definitely not the town that I grew up in, not the town that that I kind of cut my teeth and my career in. It's, it's uh, turned into a, to very high tech. Uh, the town that I grew up in, it was a it was a college town and and uh, the seat of government. So now it's it's very much a tech driven community and and kind of a young, vibrant, vibrant crowd, but very different. And as we talked about previously, you vacation a lot near the water. Can you can you talk about that and the location of that? Absolutely, yeah. So Austin, you know, as a kid growing up, we were about three hours from the Texas coast. Um, there's there's a little community. So Texas is is made up of uh, a bunch of border islands, barrier islands out around in the Gulf of Mexico. So. The Mustang Island, which the little town out there is a town called Port Aransas, uh, is right on the Gulf of Mexico. And there's a, there's a big pass coming in to get to the to the shipping channel to get into Corpus Christi. Uh, my grandmother lived in Port Aransas when I was a child. So uh, summers, vacations, everything was always spent in and around the beach, be it with my family or just solo going hanging out with her. I've got a cousin that's the same age as I am. And, and we, we grew up side by side, you know, like like brothers and the two of us are just always down there running around on the beach, uh, you know, being being kids, causing causing problems. And I know we talked about how we have the very similar mindset and just pull to the to the water and to the ocean. Absolutely. When you've when like when was your first recollection of that? When did when did you feel like you know this is I love this you know this is this is a family thing and and I enjoy it and this is this is all I know. But like when did it become? Like, dang, I'm really feeling a calling here. I want to, you know, I want to be here more, more often. Like I know you, you vacation all the time. Uh, you know, as just, as I started growing up and, and was spending time down there, uh, my family ended up with a, a place in Rockport, Texas, which is just on the mainland side of Port Aransas, uh, a, a fishing community. Uh, and I honestly, every opportunity that I could take, I went down there as soon as I, I, I was old enough to drive my cousin and my friends and I, we'd spend weekends down there going and fishing or going and hanging out on the beach. So it just, it, it, I really, you know, to be honest with you, it's just been a natural thing for me for my entire life. There's not really ever been an, an awakening uh, as an adult and, and moving into, into my life. I've always chosen even vacation further south, be it the Caribbean. Uh, I've been fortunate to to have been all over multiple beaches from Australia to the Caribbean to to the Pacific coast, Hawaii. I, I, I've traveled all over. It just always seems to be tropical and, and uh, 
aquatic in nature. And what would you say is the vibe on the coast in Texas? It's cool. Um, it's growing. Uh, the, the Port Aransas, Rockport area, which is where I'm based right now, has always been kind of a, I hate to use the term, quote unquote, sleepy fishing village, but that, that's pretty much what it's been. But uh, the last five, five to eight years, it's absolutely just exploded with the population growth between Austin, San Antonio. It's, it's just really close. The beaches are nice and, and you're within three hours of the beach. So the second home market has been very, very, you know, busy with new construction. Um, but it, it, it's just a, it, it's, it's laid back. It's, it's your typical coastal town, you know, traveling around the country, uh, for, for business, the better part of the last 20 years, you could be at a, you know, be it, if it's a Wilmington, North Carolina, or if it's a San Diego or somewhere like that, something about being on the coast, everybody just seems to be kind of chill and, and, uh, kind of has that laid back vibe. Nobody gets in a great big hurry. I can tell you that. Yeah, I love that. Let's talk about the your early part of your career, uh, just like the first chunk, uh, as you spent a lot of time in the sales sales leadership area and a lot of a lot of the new, <clears throat> excuse me, in the new construction. Right. Um, kind of how did that come about? Um, and, and did you always know you were going to go there, or does it just kind of hey, I started the first job here and it just sort of spiraled? You know, uh, I, I honestly always kind of fought it. My family was in the lumber business for a long time. Uh, and, and owned, owned a couple of lumber yards around the state. And I'd always told myself I didn't want any part of that and, and didn't want to, didn't want to be involved in it. I got out of college, had a, uh, a, a short career as, as a professional golfer, uh, toured around and, and played golf for, for a few years, got that out of my system. And it was just kind of a natural, natural fit, uh, to, to come in and kind of start my career in, in, in with a lumber distributor here in, in the Austin area. Um, and, and started in sales and, and basically really enjoyed the sales aspect. And then as I, as I progressed up, started moving up the ladder, really, really enjoyed sales leadership and, uh, kind of chased the corporate ladder for the better part of 20 years with three or four different stops along the way. And, and was, was really blessed with some great leaders and mentors that, that, uh, helped kind of shape me and grew me into what I am. That's super interesting that you talked about a family business and trying to kind of get away from that sector and then, and then coming back because that's, that's very similar to my story as well. Or I should say from a standpoint of like who I was working with, uh, working at my late father's advertising agency, it was very home service based. I'd say that was about 70% of the, of the clients that we worked with. So then when I went on my own, it was like, Hey, I got to do something different. Uh, that's, that's dad's thing. And, uh, but, but then here I am, I'm kind of, I see myself, aligning back to that and being drawn back to that space. So it's funny how you you just give it a little time and it all will uh, come back aligned. It it really did. You know, I I fought it and fought it. And, and uh, the more, you know, when I, when I got tired uh, or not tired, when I kind of got done playing golf and and realized that, that I liked having regular meals and a regular paycheck and, and uh, being able to make my car payment on time, it, it just was a natural progression for me. And let's, now let's talk about you starting your own business. How did that transition from the corporate ladder to, hey, I want to do my own thing? Uh, so it's, it's kind of funny how it worked out. I, I kind of started the planning on it about a year and a half ago and, and started putting the wheels in motion and, and started thinking about it. Um, I, I had originally intended on doing it last year. Uh, some, some other things kind of fell on my lap with a former, former boss, uh, 
taking a new position and, and bringing me with her to a company. Um, but all things going, the, the pandemic really just kind of sped it up. I, I was sitting at home for the first few weeks of the pandemic and realized, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of, uh, tired of living on, on an airplane and in the hotel. And, and, uh, I'm, I'm going to be, I actually just turned 47 last week and, and was like, you know what, if, if, I'm ever going to do it. Now's the time to do it. And, and it's a perfect opportunity. And, and I just basically kind of pushed myself off the fence uh, and said, it's now or never. It's either now or, or go back and, and probably go get an MBA and try to shoot to, to you know, get to sea level if I wanted to do that. And then you most likely regret it for the rest of your life that hey, I never took that leap and, and at least tried it. Absolutely. Yeah. No, and I've always been kind of entrepreneurial mindseted. You know, I've always kind of run my sales career and, and all my businesses like it's been my own and, and, and had that mentality through my entire career. So it was, it was a natural progression. And and but you're exactly right. I didn't I didn't want to be the guy that was 70, you know, uh, sitting there on my boat with a fishing pole in my hand going, what if, what if? Hey, it's CT. I'm interrupting my own show because I'm now open to new clients or I have a waitlist for website design projects and marketing strategy sessions. If you're tired of throwing your marketing dollars down the drain and want a website that actually drives new business, let's hop on a call. You can book a free hour with me at ctcoup.com slash B-I-B. That's C-T-K-A-U-P-P dot com slash B-I-B. No fluff, no BS, just everything you need to up your online presence today. Now back to the show. Can you explain what exactly your company does? Yeah, I am a, a window and door distributor in, in the residential new construction world. I basically sell to residential home builders, residential remodelers, uh, renovators, a little bit of light commercial work, but I represent uh, four different window lines and I've got several different door lines selling into the to the construction aspect. Uh, the the biggest product in my portfolio is the Anderson brand windows and doors. I spent a good chunk of my career selling their product and then actually working for them directly corporately. So it it was a it was an easy fit for me. I know the product very well. I think I read on your website that there was tell me if I'm wrong something about like a you know, like a mobile showroom. It was something that was kind of unique. Yeah, so I kind of, it's an idea that popped into my head about a year and a half ago when, when I was originally kicking the stuff around is kind of the way the the way the industry works today is that a, that a dealer distributor has a physical retail location. It's a, it's a walk-in, big, nice, blown-up showroom that has all the products, you know, for the homeowner to come in and, and touch and feel and operate. And I, in my career, you know, especially being around some of the bigger cities, I, I'd covered, you know, Houston and Dallas and, and Atlanta and some other larger markets uh, in the past. These areas are so big and so spread out. You know, for example, you know, my, my largest distributor in Houston would have a, a local builder that's selling a homeowner, but they could be two and a half, three hours away from the showroom just because Houston's so big and spread out. So, I said, you know what? I'm going to figure out a way to take the showroom to the to the builder or to the homeowner. So I kind of started kicking it around, and, and we built a, a. It's essentially a cargo trailer that I took and I fitted out and and built slide outs with all the different products in it and all the different displays. I took what would be in a retail physical showroom and and I put it on a on a trailer that I can hook up to the back of the truck and we can actually take it out to the job site or 
to the builder's office or the homeowner's, you know, place of residence and, and let them touch and feel and, and go through all that and, 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 you know, save them the time and the expense of them having to come into the showroom and, and deal with that. I love that. That is that's genius. Thanks. You know, it, it, it actually, it worked out pretty cool because it's, it's a, it's a complete socially distancing uh, tool as well. Now, um, you know, when, when things were shut down and closed down, all the retail locations weren't able to be open and I could just wheel the trailer up out there, open the back end up and I could go stand six feet away and talk about everything in the outdoors and let everybody slide them out and look at it. It it works really well. It's it's a, it's a pretty neat uh, tool. Yeah. Who would have known that uh, a year or two ago? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, like I said, it makes me look like I'm a genius today. It just, it, it was me just trying to, it, it was me trying not to have to have, you know, expensive retail space to begin with. And then also something that was convenient and, and kind of set me apart from my competitors. I know it's early on, but what, as of, as of now, do you love best or enjoy the most uh, being your own boss? Uh, you know, it's a tough question because uh, I've kind of operated, felt like I have been forever. Uh, you know, I do like the fact that, that the old adage is the buck stops here and, and uh, every decision that's made, every single thing, whether it goes from the logo to the, to the picture selection for my advertising, to the, to the color that I, you know, painted the, you know, the color of the display that or everything came back to me. That that's the part that I've enjoyed the most about is just having, you know, having my involvement in every piece of it. Yeah. There's, there's something to be said about that because I definitely, I've never been wanting to be a control freak, but from a business mm-hmm. sense, it there there is something to have the 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 final say on everything, and, and to be the one in charge that way, and to do it your own way, and put your own spin on it, and your own your own vibe. I think there is a lot yeah. to be said there. Absolutely, yeah. No, it, that that's been that's been fun for me. Uh, I mean, I, and I've had some great people that I've worked for, and and I've never felt like you know, I'm sure oh, I shouldn't say that I've have felt micromanaged, and I've never liked that, uh, and. and I try and have never to have done that to my people that, that, that have reported to me and that work for me today. And, and, but it is nice to have the control and, and to, 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 you can see your fingerprints on every little piece of it. What would you say is the best business advice you've ever received? Uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of a, a life and a business advice. I, I had a, a lady that I worked for, for a long time who, I really enjoyed is the advice that she would always tell me is just, she said, she would always say, go be you kiddo and, and go do your deal. And, um, you know, stand, stand fast to your, con- you know, to your convictions and, and go at it. And that's what I've always tried to do. Yeah. I love that. That, that hits it both. Uh, the, yeah. the next question was, was, what's the best life advice, but, but I think you just, you just answered both in one. Um, yeah. yeah. You know that and, you know, and, and, uh, you can never, you know, and on the sales aspect and what I used to tell young people and say young people, you know, new, new sales people and new to the business is that I was always an over preparer for, for my sales meetings. And for when I would go, you know, cold call or go call on people. And, and I'm a big, big believer. And was always taught that you can never prepare enough and never know enough about that customer that you're going to go call on. And the more you know about them, the easier it is going to be to talk to them. Well, if my listeners want to check out more on your company, where can they do so? Website is uh, up. It's vaquerosales.com, V-A-Q-U-E-R-O-S-A-L-E-S.com. We're uh, 
it's kind of a, a work in progress right now. I'm, I'm in the middle of putting it all together. We're, we're still fairly new, but that's that's going to be the best way to find me. Co- anything coastal, uh, windows and doors in, in Texas area, that, that that's our specialty. I've got a couple of gentlemen working for me that spent quite a bit of time in and around the area. And we we like to say that we are the, uh, the new construction experts when it comes to coastal windows and doors around Texas. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was a, it was a blast.